why does the world seem like it's getting a little more crazier each day? Like what is driving this insanity in culture? And where are we going from here and how do we stop it? Um, is there stopping it, right? So if you really think about it, this is never, we've never been in a place like this in history. Um, we're in a new world that most, maybe none of us don't really understand. Uh, but if you walk back to the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, these were years of optimism, years of hope, prosperity, materialism to a degree, of course. Uh, we're spending money, making money. Um, you know, we had the 2008 housing crash, but we had war. But the American people were happier. The American family was a tighter unit. People were eating around the dinner table a little bit more, you know. Um, cheating was definitely less rampant. And this is just 10, 20, 30 years ago. Rewind in 1950. What was life like? Eating with your family and communicating and talking and learning and exploring each other's minds every night at dinner, laughing, having a great time, you know, never worrying about cheating, um, never worrying about divorce. Um, these things weren't heard of. Not even worried about whether you're going to find a, the right partner or not because you got married at 21 and you made it work. And you made it work because... There weren't so many other options. And, and that's definitely a point to talk about today is all the options that we have and how it really ruins us in a sense and takes culture down. Um, <laughs> options. Look at the app, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, all these apps, right? What's that do to people? To know, and Instagram too, Facebook, but Snapchat for sure. What's that do to know that you're always a click away from a new man? A click away from flirting with a new girl or trying to at least, right? What does it mean? How much harder is it to commit to your relationship when you can have one foot out in a thousand different directions with a click of a button? Turn on just download the app as a girl. The whole world's at your fingertips of men. It doesn't even matter what you look like. You're going to get matches. You're going to get men uh, attracted to you. You're going to get people in your inbox. What the... What are we to think of that? That's just one little thing that's causing chaos in society. Because when we go through pain, trauma broken relationships, families, and betrayal, and just everybody's kind of one foot in, one foot out, where does that leave us as people? Because as a human being, you can't grow unless you feel safe to a degree. If you're always terrified and in fear underneath the surface, if you're always subconsciously afraid, then you're not going to be able to feel secure enough and grounded and stable enough to get out there and make something of yourself and grow into a new man or woman. It's too scary. You can barely keep your feet on flat ground as it is. So 
how does that affect everything going on? How does that affect our relationships with our kids to the people that even have kids? These are questions, right? What are we doing? Why are we shopping for humans on these apps? Why are we scrolling through Instagram every day, bragging about our lives and looking at other people bragging about their lives? Like in what point of history did we ever just mail photos or paintings of us and our food and our lifestyles that we live to everybody around the world every single day? These have been massive social experiments that have yielded catastrophic results. Obviously, if you look at culture for two seconds, there's not a single man or woman on this earth that can sit down with me and can argue for social media and dating apps being a net benefit to society, even a 51% benefit, 49% detriment. They can't do it. It's impossible. Um, and if they were able to, they either don't have a clear mind or they're not arguing with someone worth arguing, you know. You think about these things. How have these changed us completely? How many hours do we spend on these apps every day? Social media, for example, right? What's that doing to us? Beyond not feeling safe, relationship-wise, because of the freedom and opportunity clicks away, Instagram DMs away from your fingertips, what does that do to our mind? Because when I was younger, I'm 32 now, back in high school, girls felt different than they do today. They felt, they felt more unique, more as actual individuals with their own ideas because their parents would have been very individual. But now I've met many people from my own generation and especially from the younger generations that being raised with so much consumption of what's being pushed in the social algorithms that almost everybody's seeing. We're seeing the same ideas, the same viral stuff, the same videos, we're laughing at the same memes. We're seeing the same celebrities constantly, the same influencers constantly. We all know that you become the five people that you spend the most time with, but people don't understand. You gotta take that to everything you do. What you see and observe is changing your mind. You start acting like what you're watching. You start acting like the people that you consume. If you watch Kim Kardashian, uh, whatever the show is called, every single day for five years, just, just an hour a day, and say you just watched something like Shark Tank or Game of Thrones um, every day for five years, an hour a day, wouldn't you end up two, like two different people at the end of that road? And that's just an hour a day. Many people are spending 30, 40 hours on their phone each week. You can just check your screen time and find out. So what happens? We create this hive mind. You know, if you listen to some of these um, dating podcasts, these men versus women, you know, talk show, live show things, um, terrible 
for humanity as a whole, by the way, um, just because of how they're curated. We all know that. We're smart people here. But what's so interesting about them is it actually does show you an honest picture of what's going on in parts of society that weren't ever there before. Um, many of these guys on these shows have mentioned and have uh, in the dating space of how women more or less have become like all the same copy and paste, the same ideas they're, you know, generally speaking on an average, same ideas, same beliefs, all liberal, um, all of these similar vibes and similar energy. I just moved down here to Fort Lauderdale. I can walk into a nightclub, right? Um, not that I go to a nightclub often, almost ever, but I can walk into one of these places and the girls are all taking their selfies. They're all on the phone. They're all consuming and producing the content that makes them feel validated and significant and important, right? Men as well. And they all feel the same. I'm, it's a strange phenomena because in this whole hive mind world, where everybody's consuming the same feeds, everybody's posting the same pictures. What do you see when you look at a hot girl on Instagram? Almost the same poses, the same outfits, the same shoes, the same faces as all of the other people. That's weird. That Culture was never like that. Culture always had people from very different backgrounds. One village and another village, two different people, two different tribes, two different cultures, different personalities and life experiences that you can learn from and listen to and explore and, and um, be surprised by. Now people feel so much more of the same because uh, we're not living our own lives in our own way, in our own minds, in our own personal real world experiences. We're living a lot of our lives virtually all together. So it creates this uh, energy that's taking us towards a darker place. Example, um, what is social media in a sense? Um, one thing that it is for sure is a place that the narcissism in human beings thrives, develops, and grows to significant degrees. Because what are you chasing? Likes, views, impressions, comments, engagement. Uh, what do you have to do to get there? You have to strategically take photos, edit the photos, upload just the right photo to look good. And what do you need to look like? You need to look like the rest of the people in the feed because people are going to imitate what works. Uh, when you come across someone that has 5 million followers, she's some Sports Illustrated model, what are you going to do? You're going to subconsciously look at her outfit, look at her pose, look at her makeup, look at her hair, um, and judge yourself against that. When you judge yourself against something, it shifts your beliefs a little bit about yourself. You know, it creates this separation, this gap between you two. You feel self-conscious. When you feel self-conscious enough, you change yourself to model that which judged you, right? Um, as long as it's something that you want to be like, right? 
and everyone wants to be popular and well-liked and well-respected. So it's almost an impossible world to be in. You can't exist in the Instagram world without to some degree becoming like other people faster and faster and faster. And the energy that that brings, this this, uh, dark self-absorption, this degree of narcissism that never existed in women and culture. Um, People think they have this, uh, women in general have this side of masculinity that's been developed, which is true. But there's these dark triad traits that have been developed to a much greater degree faster than switching towards the masculine side of the realm. Women have been growing to become more masculine for quite a long time because you can't blame them. The men out here, generally speaking, are deadbeats um, because our fathers weren't in the household. They were working. We were raised by a school system with a lot of very low-paid, low-appreciated teachers that are mostly women, and a lot of them do not like their jobs. Um, Introduce that with video games and pornography, and you have a recipe for being a boy forever, staying an immature not respected, just shallow husk of a male specimen, Um, hardly a man, uh, which has been very sad to see as I've been able to grow towards the other side of life and taste what that feels like, taste what, as funny as that is, taste what and experience what being a man feels like in the world. People respect you, they listen to you, you command authority, um, you're, you're capable of thinking clearly. Uh, you are a person of action, responsibility and accountability. And, um, you're not scared anymore. Like boys are. So you can actually be honest and strong in what you believe. Um, so you can't blame the girls, right? They had to become masculine and, But now, with social media in the picture, what's happened? The women have taken on more of the dark triad, self-absorbed, narcissistic, Machiavellian, psychopathic traits that come with the territory. You know, especially the more beautiful ones, which is very sad because what is a woman? You know, what's the best parts of a woman? Her her grace, her elegance, her purity, her innocence, uh, her her emotional um, touch, her intuition, her warmth, her kindness, her care, her understanding, her empathy, right? Um, So many things that has evaporated and not been developed because women are all competing against each other like men at the workplace and now online to look good, look hot. Make sure my man doesn't cheat on me with another one of these hot chicks that I'm competing with on Instagram and we all follow each other and I see him like her photos, what am I supposed to do? So we're all in this very fucked up, chaotic, unsafe world where we don't stand on even ground. We don't know where we're at. And we don't know what to do. All I can say to do is I know what to do. I know what's made me who I am. 
And I've met um, beautiful and elegant and powerful women that have their masculine side developed, but also completely integrated the feminine side of them as well. It's, it's beautiful to see, but it is unbelievably rare. You know, um, uh, a female pastor of a church I, I went to yesterday, um, she's a clear picture of this. Her, her name is Shayla McCormick. You can look her up on YouTube. Um, she has balanced both sides perfectly well. Um, and the crowd ate it up because she's able to hold her back straight with a level of grace and elegance and speak clearly and, and say what she believes to be true, but um, also has such an emotionally, uh, is in touch with herself emotionally rather, and she's radiating in person this energy of warmth and compassion, understanding, and passion for what she does and passion and care for other people. That's, if you think about our great stories and culture, that's the great mother. That's the, you know, the ideal woman. Someone that can navigate both sides of life. She's just not a little girl. She's not super feminine. She's not super masculine. She's integrated herself in the right way to bring both sides out. Um, to master both sides of the world. Both sexes. And that is where humanity is lacking. We have swung all the way to the masculine side, uh, the immature masculine side for the most part, out of fear and necessity and the need to be competitive in the female world. And in the male world, we've swung as far as we ever have been into like an androgynous, feminine, passive, submissive, weak, immature form of what a man is. And it's so sad to see because what's it do to the world? Men can't speak up. They can't be honest. They can't communicate directly and firmly to their partners. Um, they can't hold their ladies accountable. Uh, a lady, you know, needs a man that's strong, that's firm, that's a rock. That's someone that she can respect and someone that she actually wants to listen to. Someone that has a good head on her shoulders. Someone that can help her communicate and organize her own emotions because her mind is going to be, uh, or in a natural state, is going to be a little bit more volatile and um, a little more chaotic and unbalanced than a man. A man is, tends to be more steady, more balanced, more even keel, right? So it's destroyed our relationships, this new world that we've created for ourselves. And it's left both of the sexes um, suffering for it. And what we see in our news, what we see in the streets, what you feel when you walk into the club and many of the churches today as well, actually, um, it doesn't feel like it used to. You don't, people don't feel as human and in touch with themselves like they used to would have been. People are disconnected, fragmented, and a part of this large hive mind where they don't really know what they think. They don't really know what they feel. They're very disassociated. They, they don't know how to 
interact and communicate with each other to the same degree. They don't know how to touch their own soul and feel other humans around them. So it leaves us in miniature, shallow, self-absorbed bubbles that makes us all feel a lot more alone. And when you feel a lot more alone, you feel a lot less safe, you're not standing on flat ground, you can't grow, you can't really have much hope and optimism in your future because you can barely believe in the present. And the future being so uncertain, it allows the men and women in real power, behind the scenes, behind the puppets, up on the global political stage to really move in and take what they want, which is control and power and submission from everyone below them. Because if you have all the money in the world, that's what you want. You want to divide, distract, and make the populations hate each other. Because if you have a weak population below you, you can control them. They'll listen to you. You cause a financial crisis, they'll be grateful for your handouts. They'll be thankful that the system works, you know? So we have a rocky road ahead of us. And the way out of this is for everyone to become their own person. And in my life experience and my own path that I've had, I can tell you that the only way to do that is to unplug from the hive mind, resist being indoctrinated by all of the shit that you see through the screens. You become a person by living your own life, by getting out there, fighting for what you want, and living your own story, and getting around people that you want to become like. Because you can unplug the phone and the TV and everything all day long. You can never look at it again. But the people that you're around in real life still going to dictate who you are and who you become like. So find the right group, find the right people and hang on to them tight. Don't screw them over. You know, good people are very hard to find in today's world in most places. So if we all just did that, we took a step back from doing what's easy, which is flicking on the screen, hanging out with the easy friends that don't hold me accountable and most of them are doing worse off than me so I don't really have to feel that bad about myself we all should get around people that are better than us and if we all did that and chose to do that whenever we could we could all advance together and if we don't advance together we fall decline and society will die together Societies have collapsed all over the world for all of human history. People are living in an idealistic bubble to think that the United States won't actually end up crashing and burning. Um, but what's interesting is the United States was started by a group of people with a vision and a goal and a deep moral compass to do the right thing and to build a country for us and our families something that we will want to live in away from the taxation without representation from the British monarchy, right? Away from the control of the great kings and queens of England that 
would cut out your tongue if you said something out of line against their rules, laws, and leadership. Hmm. We can go back there quicker than you think. We can change a lot of things very quickly, quicker than you think. So look at what happened in COVID. Within a couple of weeks, you can't go to the gym, you can't go to work. People are losing money. People are going bankrupt. Businesses are dying in weeks. People were actually dying in weeks. That's just a fraction of what could come in the future. I know what powerful men want. I know that side of life. And it's not good. And they'll always get what they want unless the people of the world, the people of each nation, stay strong and become individuals that are capable of thinking for themselves, living their own lives and going after their own dreams and building their own safe places for themselves. I'll leave it with that. That's all I've got for today. Lots to think about in this crazy new world. But the less we think, the faster we go down. So stay thinking.